Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 20. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read this chapter, we would see the areas where we need to change. We pray that we would not give excuses. We pray that we would look to you in faith. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 20. And Abraham journeyed from there to the land of the Negev, and he settled between Kadesh and Shur, and he dwelled as an alien in Gerar. And Abraham said about Sarah his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. And God came to Abimelech in a dream at night, and he said to him, Look, you are a dead man on account of the woman you have taken, for she is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not approached her, so he said, My lord, will you even kill a righteous people? Did not he himself say to me, She is my sister? And she herself said, He is my brother? With integrity of my heart and with cleanness of my hands I did this. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you did this, and I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not allow you to touch her. So now, return the wife of the man, for he is a prophet, so that he will pray for you, and you will live. And if you do not return her, know that you will certainly die, and all that are yours. So Abimelech rose early in the morning, and he called all his servants, and he told them all these things. And the men were very afraid. And Abimelech called for Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us, and how have I sinned against you, that you brought upon me and upon my kingdom a great sin? You have done things to me that should not be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What were you thinking that you did this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought, surely there is no fear of God in this place. They will kill me on account of the matter of my wife. Besides, she is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And it happened that as God caused me to wander from the house of my father, I said to her, This is your loyal kindness that you must do for me at every place where we come. Say concerning me, He is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and cattle and male slaves and female slaves, and he gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, Here is my land before you. Settle where it pleases you. And to Sarah he said, Look, I have given a thousand pieces of silver to your brother. It shall be an exoneration. You are vindicated before all who are with you. And Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his female servants, so that they could bear children again. For Yahweh had completely closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of the matter of Sarah, the wife of Abraham. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. It is nice to get past the depressing story of Lot and where his choice took him. But Abraham wasn't perfect, as we see. Abraham travels to Gerar, which is toward Egypt, but still in the land of Canaan. And once again, he lies about Sarah. The same thing he did in Egypt more than a dozen years previous. So Abimelech, the king of the area, took Sarah into his harem. Abimelech may be more of a title than a name, or it may have just been a common name for second-generation kings, because it means, my father is king. So once again, Abraham's lie risks losing Sarah. 
But this time, it is worse because God has promised to give Abraham a son through Sarah. So, God appears to Abimelech in a dream and tells him that Sarah is already married and to give her back. Abimelech tells God that he has done this innocently, and God agrees, but says he still has to give Sarah back. So, Abimelech gives Sarah back to Abraham and gives him a well-deserved lecture and asks him why he did this to Abimelech. Abraham gives three excuses. That he didn't think they feared God in this land, that it was half-true because Sarah was his half-sister, and that this has been his policy wherever they went. So, Abimelech gives Abraham and Sarah goods and money, and Abraham prays to God, and God heals all of the women of the country so that they could have children again. So, it seems like this had probably taken some time if they had found out that they couldn't have children. And now for a deeper dive. It is so sad to see Abraham sinning here again, and the same sin he did before in Egypt. Each of us is prone to a particular sin or sins, and the sins I am particularly tempted with are probably different than the sins you are tempted with. So, God uses this king to confront the sin in Abraham. I'm happy to report that this is the last time the Bible mentions Abraham committing this sin. So, perhaps this time, Abraham learned the lesson. And we learn here how sin affects the people around us. This sin hurt Abimelech's people. But still, Abraham had these excuses that worked in his mind anyway. His first excuse was to blame Abimelech and his people, saying that Abraham didn't think they feared God. So, Abraham is saying that he just had to do this because Abimelech's people didn't fear God. The next excuse is that it was half true. Sarah was Abraham's half-sister. Of course, she was also his wife. And Abraham was intending to deceive. But somehow, he was excusing this as not really being a lie. And thirdly, he said it was his policy everywhere. So it wasn't particularly against Abimelech. That is just the standard way Abraham operated. To Abraham, these seemed like reasonable excuses. But we can see that they are silly. At least when Abraham uses these excuses, we can see that they are silly. But we have our own excuses for the things that we want to do. We blame other people. We tell ourselves that it isn't technically wrong. And we say that it isn't really sinning against anyone in particular. But every sin hurts people. And no matter what other people do, we are responsible for our own actions. And what Abraham's lie really showed was a lack of faith in God, because God had promised Abraham a son through Sarah. So God had to keep Abraham alive to make that happen. And God did bring Sarah back to Abraham anyway to fulfill his promise. Even though Abraham was unfaithful, God was faithful. And it is interesting to see that the problem Abimelech was facing was also related to the promise of God. None of the women in Abimelech's country could have children. So, how about us? Are we getting past our excuses and putting our faith in God? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.